0: At the time of my recording, this is the 500th episode of this podcast. And when I began, I I really didn't think about doing it years to come. I began in uh, September of 2011, so it's 10 years uh, almost of doing the podcast, and I am so happy, so grateful. For the opportunity to share what I love about a course of miracles, so that's our topic today. It's always our topic in a certain sense, but i that was what spirit guided me to. so let's see what unfolds for us. I invite you to place your hand on your heart, take a breath of love and gratitude with me. Let's be so grateful, so thankful for the infinite love the pure intelligence, the wisdom, the clarity, and the all good of pure spirit that is flowing in our hearts and in our minds. We're grateful to allow ourselves to partner up with that higher Holy Spirit self and to let spirit flow into our awareness, into our life, into the depth and breadth of our being. We are grateful that pure spirit is what we already are. It is our nature to be expansive, to be magnificent, to be free. This is our true identity. We are grateful to let go of our attachments to the past. To living in lack and limitation, to playing small, we are grateful to let go of it all. We are grateful to open ourselves to the unprecedented, to the unlimited, to the life that we truly most desire. We are grateful to share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 So our topic this week is what I love about A Course in Miracles, and I am going to share with you some of my favorite quotes, and we'll see what else Spirit leads and guides us to. (laughs) So my favorite lesson is 68, Love Holds No Grievances, And it is this part where Jesus says, It is as sure that those who hold grievances will forget who they are, as it is certain that those who forgive will remember. Forgiveness is the theme of A Course in Miracles, and many people know that. But they don't live it, because they're still judging, complaining, criticizing, and thinking they're right and other people are wrong, and that was me for a very long time. I I started with the course in two thousand six. Two thousand six is the year I graduated from ministerial school at Agape. I first went to all through all the pre-practitioner science of mind practitioner training at Agape, and then I went into the ministerial training. Uh, after the practitioner training. So that was about 9 years of study, internships and all kinds of things. And I at the beginning of 2006, I started reading A Course in Miracles. I didn't start with the lessons, I started with the text. I I I didn't know anything about it, but I just knew it was interesting. In that early 2006 period, I just, or maybe it was late 2005, I said, you know what? Now that I'm almost done with my ministerial training, because I think I had one class left at that point or something, one or two easy classes, I said, I'm going to start A Course in Miracles now that I've done all this science of mind and all this new thought, Bible study, all these different things, I am going to look at A Course in Miracles. I've heard so much about it for so many years. It's time. So I started to read it. And as soon as I did, I just, I felt the power of it. I loved it. And I had questions. (laughs) Why is he saying the Father? Why is he saying he? The Holy Spirit, hmm, and Son of God, hmm. These were things I hadn't really thought about, hadn't really heard much about except in Christian teachings. And I thought, of course, miracles was new thought. So it was a little confusing to me, but I made a decision not to let it bother me. See, when I started my pre-practitioner classes at Agape in January 1997, I was in the place, as many spiritual students are, I, I didn't like the word God, because it just, to me, was back to that anthropomorphic, God is an old man, Uh Jesus is God and Jesus is the only one who's God and all that kind of intense fundamentalist Christian teaching that I'd seen wound so many people or the, the religious leaders and teachers uh, and families who followed them wounding so many people that I knew. So I wasn't into that To me, God is life, spirit, love, Uh, and I didn't like the God word. And Agape was full on with the God word, and so it started to irk me a bit. And then I just thought, I can't get this. Let this word, this symbol, get in the way. I just can't do it. I've got to really drill down into God and spirit and life and love and the universe. And I cannot let semantics get in the way anymore. I just really can't. So I went for the word God. And that was a really good decision on my part. Because it just led me to be unbotherable. And that was one of the next things that I went for was to be unbotherable. and Not that I'm 100% unbotherable, but believe me, I am so much more unbotherable than I used to be. So I was beginning to work my way towards Love Holds No Grievances, but I was a long way from that when I started the course in 2006. And then 2007, I did the Lessons, and also in 2000 oh actually also in 2006 early 2007 i read disappearance of the universe by gary renard so if you are new to a course in miracles i highly recommend gary's book disappearance of the universe i literally danced for joy when i was reading the first 30 pages or so I, I literally got up and started dancing around the room <laughs> I'd only done that one or two times before in reading scripture that it, it, it uh, just made me dance I was so happy to be reading it so happy to have access to this insight, this clarity this wisdom, this truth so I pass that along to you uh, if you're new to A Course in Miracles. Also, I highly recommend that you read the Glossary of Terms and then the Teacher's Manual, starting with those before you go into the workbook lessons or the text. And in much of this first 500 episodes, I have focused on the text. And I that's where Spirit leads me, so I'm sticking with the text and uh, whenever spirit leads, leads, leads me to a lesson, I go there. But it doesn't happen that much, though sometimes I bounce into the lessons a bit. So love holds no grievances is my favorite because that it has been my liberator. And I do feel that those four words, love holds no grievances, that is a course of miracles for me. That in order to be the love, I can't hold any grievances. In order to be happy, in order to be joyful, in order to live the life I truly desire, I cannot hold any grievances. Which means I cannot hold any attack thoughts or any judgments thoughts. So that's where my work is every day. And it just gets easier and easier. And Oh, good gosh almighty, I'm so Grateful for that. Yes. Yes, yes. Another of my favorite quotes from the course is uh, from chapter 7, section 3, paragraph 7. And this is where Jesus says, When I said, I am with you always. I meant it literally. I am not absent to anyone in any situation because I am always with you. You are the way, the truth, and the life. Now, I'm going to read it differently this time. The last sentence, or two sentences. I am not absent to anyone in any situation because I am always with you. You are the way, the truth, and the life. We are the way, the truth, and the life. And Jesus makes it clear to us in the Course to have Him decide for us, to start our days off with, you decide for me, and to make no decisions on our own, to let us be guided and led by Spirit. And that's what I'm endeavoring to do every minute of every day of my life. And I do come unplugged, and then I notice the energy shift, and I can plug back in. So when I first began, it was a matter of remembering to plug in and plug in again and again and again. Because as soon as I went into judgment, complaining, attack thoughts, then boom, unplugged, and I can plug back in. So that is probably the main reason that I had us make the A Course in Miracles app. So I I made it because in order to do the lessons, we need to remember to do them throughout the day. So having an app with reminders makes it so easy for us to do that So I have the reminders going off all day long And I have several of them that I've put in You can change them You can make new ones every day related to the lesson Whatever you feel like doing You can make up your own You can put emojis in them my I just saw one go off on my phone, and I love that. can have it be silent. I have it on my watch, my Apple watch, which I really am great I love this thing I, I anyway I'm not going to do a commercial, but I love when the app Reminders go off because I've said it that it vibrates on my wrist, so I can just take a quick look at it. Oh yes, remembering that. And the app is free to everyone. A Course of Miracles ACIM app with deluxe features. It's complete. It's complete. It's got the, the all the text, all the different um, all the workbook. All the teacher's manual, it's all in there, plus other resources, and it's free. So, please enjoy it. Please, please, please. And if you find that the app is helpful to you, will you write a review of it from wherever you got it? Whatever app store, and it's for the, the um, what do you call it, the iPads, And tablets as well. Whatever platform you've got it on. If you would write a review, that would be a nice way to pay it forward. Because the more people that write reviews, the more they see it. Same with this podcast. If you'd like to give me a gift, write a review. That's a big help to me. And I thank you for it in advance. Only takes a minute or two. So, Jesus is with us in every moment. I am not absent to anyone in any situation because I am always with you. You are the way, the truth, and the life. I am that I am. The I am is the way, the truth, and the life. I am is our higher Holy Spirit self. And so... The reminder to join with Jesus is a powerful and important one. Almost everyone that I work with in my programs, the one of the main issues they have is they're trying to go it alone. Again and again and again, they're trying to go it alone. And that's how most people are. We've forgotten that we're in a field of infinite love and that there are are these unseen beings unseen to me anyway some people do see the ascended masters and the angels but there are this crowded field of beings who are there to support us to help us to assist us to remind us and our willingness to remember is all that's required so for me I built this A Course in Miracles app to remind me to remember my willingness. And it helps me. It really does help me. So, use it or not. It's totally free for you. (laughs) Same with the A Course in Miracles text messages, by the way. Go to acimtexts.com or go to jenniferhadley.com. On the events page, either place, you can sign up for the text messages uh, for as little as $1 one time. And then if you'd like to make a donation or contribution, I thank you. And I would like to say a big, big thank you to all of the folks who have contributed to making this podcast a success. And particularly, I'd like to say thank you so much to those who donate and set up a recurring donation, because it means a lot. Uh, you you I you don't know how full my days are. Since COVID started, I've been working six days a week because we do the Sundays with Spirit and uh, sometimes it's seven days a week if I'm leading a retreat and things like that. Fortunately, my work is my joy, and I'm very, very grateful. And being able to manage things financially, meeting payroll for the staff is one of my responsibilities. So thank you for helping me. Jesus is always with us. Let us celebrate it and remember it. Let's take advantage of it in the sense of let's make use of it. There are no limits. Yet the ego thought system is one of limits. Constant setting of limits. And to the point where we look outside of ourselves and have expectations that people are going to put limits upon us all kinds of ways and that we do not have what it takes. And because this is our belief, we experience it all throughout our life, all throughout our day. I think of one time I was talking with my mom about something that I wished to do And that's me. I'm a dreamer. I'm a visionary. I'm always thinking of the next thing to do. I'm always looking forward to how can I be more helpful, more helpful, more helpful. How can I improve what we already have? How can we be more effective, more efficient, and help more people and do it with more joy? I'm looking at that every day of my life. And asking spirit, show me, show me, show me. And spirit is this infinite creative idea factory. And so when we're in tune with it, sometimes it, it's so much. But fortunately, I don't think I have to do everything. But that there's an opportunity to do as much as I can and do it well. So that's another goal of mine is to do it well. And so for me, the number one thing is to be loving, to be kind, to be gentle, be caring with myself. And this is one of the strongest messages of A Course in Miracles. It's one of the reasons why I love A Course in Miracles so much is it always is reminding us to choose love and to choose love. And and to be aware of our thoughts, to be mindful of our thoughts. One of my favorite sections in the course is the fear and conflict section in chapter two. It's so helpful. I invite uh, folks in my classes to read it every day for a week and then once a week thereafter. Same with the development of trust section in chapter four of the manual for teachers. So fear and conflict development of trust uh, It's it's really worth completely understanding what Jesus is saying to us in those sections. When we understand it, when we live it, it is life-changing. It is. And in that chapter 2, section uh, 6, the fear and conflict section, in paragraph 9, Jesus says... It is hard to recognize that thought and belief combine into a power surge that can literally move mountains. There are no idle thoughts. All thinking produces form at some level. Everything that we experience and see in this world starts with thinking. That's where it all begins. So there are no idle thoughts. And one of the most challenging things for us in our human experience is to be mindful of our thoughts. And not just to be mindful of them, but to take dominion. This is why Jesus tells us we're far too tolerant, uh, much too tolerant of Mind wandering. We let our mind wander off the focus of love, of spirit, of what we're here for and the purpose of our lives. So we stray and then we pay. (laughs) We stray and then we pay. Isn't that the way? (laughs) It's true. It's true. So for me, I I was actually teaching this, not knowing that it was in A Course in Miracles, I was teaching it because it's fundamental to the New Thought teachings, the Science of Mind teachings that all thought produces form at some level, that our our thoughts manifest as things. And so I was teaching about that for years before I had an experience with my teacher, Venerable Dhani Oahu, and I realized oh I, I need to be rigorous with this and I had a real shift a visceral shift I felt it from the top of my head to the tips of my toes and it was in that moment that I made the decision to become very mindful of my thinking and that I I feel was an absolute pivot point in my life is when I finally said okay there are no idle thoughts all thinking produces form at some level I get it so from now on it's on me that was my decision to take responsibility lots of rhyming here today So that was the life-changing decision for me, was to take responsibility for my thoughts and my choices and my feelings. Most people will go way out of their way to avoid this, but this is required in order for us to give up being unhappy. It's required. Yeah, if it were easy, everybody would rush and do it. It's not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy, and doing it together, we make it easier. And I'm very glad for you joining with me today. We're coming up to a break, and I'd like to tell you about a new class, a new program that we're offering with one of my favorite Course of Miracles teachers, Kieran J. Gardner It's called Living a Course of Miracles From a Deeper Foundation This is going to be an amazing Class, it begins on June 5th, and you can Find all the details at JenniferHadley.com I'm Jennifer Hadley, you're listening To A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're Living the Love, we're walking the talk And I will be right back Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back, talking about what I love about A Course in Miracles. What I love about A Course in Miracles is that it is truth, and the truth really does set you free. It liberates you from that which is false and fear-inducing, and the truth that it contains, when we apply it, when we are truly living a course of miracles, then we have miraculous healing. And so Jesus tells us that a miracle is when we shift our consciousness, we shift our thinking from ego thinking to spirit's thinking, to that which is true. So a miracle is when we give up the false and embrace the true. It's not something that happens at the level of form. It happens at the level of mind, and then it demonstrates in form. So we have a a miraculous shift in our consciousness, and we decide to be more loving, to be more kind, to be more heart centered to be more courageous to choose from the heart to give up the ways that we're hurting people and attacking people there are so many subtle ways that we have been trained to attack each other and to make each other feel bad and guilty and ashamed and as soon as we choose them we are going to feel bad, guilty, and ashamed ourselves. Yes, it's true. We set ourselves free when we give up that behavior. The thing is, is we are so identified as the ones who are supposed to watch over everybody and find out everything they're doing wrong. And point it out to them. I'm doing my depression demolition program. We just started. Just started on Sunday. And I'm so excited for this. So excited for these courageous people who are willing to do this work with me. It's an adventure. And uh, I was sharing that for folks who are depressed... Uh, one of the things, just like when in, you, you probably are very aware of this, just like when somebody's pregnant or they uh, have a life-threatening illness, cancer or something, everybody knows how to fix them. So everybody's looking at them going, you're broken, but I know some ways to fix you. And it's not helpful. It is actually condemnation disguised as helpfulness. And Hey, I, I'm someone too, like, oh, I've got a million things that I can recommend and suggest, believe me. But when someone is depressed, someone is really afraid, oftentimes the, to give them suggestions of things to do, it overwhelms them. It's too much, it's not helpful. And so what's really helpful always, all of the time, is to be loving. There's a quote in the text. It's chapter 16, section 4, paragraph 6, where Jesus says, Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Now, we don't have to figure out how to remove them, yes, but we do have to be willing to recognize them, because if we're not willing to be conscious enough to recognize that's a block to love, that's a barrier, that's the block to peace, then... time for us to spiritually mature up a bit. (laughs) Man up a bit. At first it can seem so intense to realize, oh my gosh, I am doing these unloving things all day, every day. But if we start handing them over to spirit for healing, they will get healed. And we'll start to feel more and more our true selves, more and more Our right mind will be where we live, and it feels so different, it feels so good that we won't want to go back. And what happened for me was I started to go, oh, there's another one. Oh, I just felt that. Oh, yeah, what was that? That was, oh, yeah, I was thinking he should do it differently, and that I know how it should be done. Right. No wonder I started to constrict. I was identified with the ego. Ah, so we can really give thanks that we're designed in such a way that we'll notice the contraction. We'll notice that constriction when we start to go into ego. We'll notice the expansion and touching into the magnificence when we're partnering up with spirit when we're living in that alignment. So it's beautiful. It's really, really beautiful that all of this is encoded into our experience and we have so much help from the invisible. I think that's one of the main things if we can just be willing to ask for guidance and that is one of the main messages of A Course of Miracles is not to go it alone, to keep, as I say, partnered up and to give up thinking that we can't do it, that we don't have what it takes or that there's something wrong with us. Because what Jesus makes it really clear is that we have it all within us. It's pre-installed. We are the treasure in the kingdom. And so it's about us being willing to share that, to remember it, to express it. And so the little things that we can catch throughout the day really are the thing that that turn the corner. Because if each one of those things puts a drop in the bucket, if you've ever put a bucket under a leaky faucet and uh, come back at the end of the day and you're like, oh my God, this bucket is full. It's full. It's running over. (laughs) I thought it would last the whole day. And it's just a drop here and there. So that's what we're going for, is a drop here and there to fill the bucket of God's love within us. Yes! When we're working on our own, it can feel so hard. It can feel so difficult. Oh my goodness. Yes, it can feel so so difficult that we just do not have what it takes. And for me, I remember getting absolutely knocked down again and again. What is wrong with me? I do not have what it takes. And feeling that I must be evil. I must have this evil core inside of me that I just can't eff and win. No matter how hard I try, I keep getting pushed back into this awareness, this thought, this belief that there's something horribly, horribly wrong with me, like I'm a, a demon seed. And of course it wasn't true, but I, I had no thought that it was not true. I was 100% convinced that it was true. I really was convinced. And so being able to recognize that it's not true for anyone, but we do have to be willing to let go of the belief that we have that we are not good enough. It's its all what we've done to ourselves. It's all the meaning that we've made of things. So that's why I love this quote, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Seek and find the barriers, but we don't have to undo them. We don't have to dissolve and resolve them, but we can call to spirit and say, I would like to have this barrier to love that... I've been clinging to in my mind, in my awareness, dissolved and resolved permanently back to the root cause so I never experience it again. I don't know how to do that, Spirit, but you do. So I'm giving it to you. I'm going to let you do the heavy lifting, let you handle it. I am so, so ready to let it go, to live without it, to move on, to be transformed, and I'm putting you in charge of it. Yes. And then we'll start to see that Spirit is there for us, that Jesus is always with us, and that we have this tremendous ability to be renewed, restored, refreshed, and resurrected. And we do have to choose it. It's not going to happen without our actively choosing it. I wrote a one of my daily shots of spiritual espresso the other day, uh, I believe it was Sunday. Sometimes all the days run together, which you can sign up for at jenniferhadley.com. It's my daily blog, my daily shot of spiritual espresso. I was talking about how back in the 90s, I started to pray that my life would inspire people to Get up out of the Lazy Boy, turn off the television, and take loving action. Literally, that was my prayer. To get up out of the Lazy Boy, out of the comfortable couch potato position, and turn off the television, turn off the hypnotism, and take loving action. Because it renews and refreshes us when we take loving action. It puts us in the place of remembering who we really are. Yes. So, uh, I prayed that and prayed that and prayed that and prayed that. my That my life would inspire people to get up out of the Lazy Boy, turn off the television, and take loving action. And I see that come to fruition. I had no idea how it would come to fruition, or even that it really could. But I just knew that was what I was interested in. And it so taught me that What we put our attention on is what we are going to bring forth. It's hard to recognize that thought and belief combine into a power surge that can literally move mountains. There are no idle thoughts, and all thinking produces form at some level. So now, all the pain and suffering that I experienced for all those years... It's all being given back to me. All that, what felt like waste is all being ge- given back to me because I've learned so much from my experience that I can now help others to liberate from that painful position as well. And nothing gives me greater joy, and this is what I love about A Course of Miracles, nothing gives me greater joy than to join with others who are like-minded. So, Those who start off feeling like I did, helpless, hopeless, wanting to kill myself, thinking it's not possible for me because I'm evil, I'm bad, I'm not good enough, something's wrong with me. People who feel the way I do, who can actually move into a place of realizing this is working, I can do this, and I can help others do this too and then we are really being transformed and we're really living our purpose it is the prayer that now i'm going to bring it into every episode i think i'm so inspired it's the the prayer that is in Chapter 2, Section 5. That is, I call it, the My Purpose Prayer. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent Him who sent me. I did not have to worry about what to say or what to do, because He who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever He wishes, knowing He goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. This is the story of my life, recognizing I am here only to be truly helpful. So many of us recognize that this is the purpose of our life. And I am truly dedicated to supporting folks who would like to live purpose and uh, that's why in our programs we train facilitators we give them an opportunity to facilitate wonderful gatherings that people get great healing out of so first they come in they participate and then we train them to facilitate and then they can if they wish they can become a teacher they can become a counselor they can become a prayer practitioner Uh, Or they can just be a facilitator. It's all good. But there are all these avenues if people are interested. And what's wonderful is people come from all walks of life. It's a wonderful thing for people who are retired, who have a bit more time, and they can really energize this. And to make such wonderful, close, close friends is beautiful. So my next program is Finding Freedom, my Finding Freedom Boot Camp. I'm only going to do two this year. So either you're joining me in June or you're joining me in October. So don't wait. Don't hesitate. Why wait? Oh my goodness. Join us in June. (laughs) All the details at JenniferHadley.com for the Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp. With A Course in Miracles principles designed just for you. (laughs) Yeah, and if you ever would like to know what the events are that are going on, you can text the word EVENTS to the number 53557. Text the word EVENTS to 53557. If you'd like to sign up for my daily spiritual espresso, text the word PRAYER. To 53557. Five, five, Text the word prayer to 53557. Five, five, I'm going to make one more little quickie announcement here before I go on. And that is that uh, you can still use the discount code to save big on my Sacred Circle, which is my weekly spiritual counseling call. It's normally $55 a month. And for radio show listeners, you can use the code 33SC, 33SC, when you sign up. And then you can get it for $33 a month, almost half off, instead of $55 a month. And that's where you can come and ask me questions every week. And if you can't be live with me, hey, just email me. I'll respond. So here's another quote that I love. And this is from Lesson 183, and it, it says, God's name cannot be heard without response, nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember. Say his name, and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand, and spread out their wings to keep you safe, and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. God's name cannot be heard without response, nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember. Say his name, and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand, and spread out their wings to keep you safe, and shelter you from every worldly thought. That would intrude upon your holiness. What a gift is that? This works. This is a spiritual practice that works. You might be thinking, hmm, how is that a spiritual practice? Saying God's name, calling the name of God. You can say Spirit, Holy Mother, Holy Father. And instantly the angels will surround you. And they will shift the field to surround you and keep you safe and shelter you from the ego thoughts that intrude upon your holiness. This really works. So the question then becomes, are we willing to give up our thoughts in order to focus on our holiness? Are we willing to focus on our holiness Or do we feel so convinced of our unholiness that we can't even go there? Now I know for me there have been times in my life when I was so clear that I was bad and wrong and not good enough and there was no way I was going to entertain any other idea. I was right about how wrong I was and whatever anybody would say to me would not. Have changed my mind. I liked identifying with bad, wrong, not good. And I didn't want anybody to see the good in me. No way. No thank you. So that's how crazy the ego is. Yeah. When we're ego-identified, we act insane. We think in an insane way. And so being able to call upon God, call upon the angels to walk with us, to talk with us, to help run interference. It's a courageous move. It's a brave move. It's a life-changing move. And it's a move that we can make. And we can get in the habit of making it And that totally changes the trajectory of our life. So that quote once again is, God's name cannot be heard without response, nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember. Say his name and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. From Lesson 183. Say God's name. Yes. So what I love about A Course in Miracles is it is a path of liberation. To me it is a clear, clear path of liberation. It. Requires me to move out of just reading it, just studying it. It requires me to follow it, to be a follower, and to really step into that place of great willingness that I am going to do these lessons, I'm going to do these practices, I'm going to follow this because. It is a path of liberation, and I'm choosing liberation. I'm ready to liberate. I'm tired of living small, playing small, having the same arguments with people. I'm interested in living inside of holy relationships and feeling better and better about myself every single day. I'm interested in living from my true nature, my divine design, and I am not interested in in living in lack anymore, not in any way, shape, or form. And if you feel this way too, you might be interested in my Finding Freedom from Fear boot camp with A Course of Miracles Principles. As I'm speaking these words to you about how I live now, I'm remembering that the practices that are based on A Course of Miracles that are in my Finding Freedom Boot Camp, are the things that I did, that I actively did, the practices that worked so well for me. And have been working well for people for more than a dozen years now. And so if you'd like to have a breakthrough, consider joining me in my Finding Freedom Boot Camp that starts uh, in early June and... We'll save a spot for you. <laughs> you know, a lot of times when I talk with people who are in Finding Freedom or in my year-long Master for Living course, they say, you know, Jennifer, I I thought about doing your programs for years, and I just wish I hadn't waited. So if you're thinking about it, but you're waiting, uh, I respect that, and I just encourage you to to really... Let the Spirit guide you. And you can always book an exploratory call with one of the spiritual counselors. That's what they're there to do is answer your questions and see if it's right for you right now. In the meantime, I'm going to pray, and I'm grateful and thankful that the love of God shines in our hearts and minds now and forever. Grateful to partner up with that Holy Spirit to be led and guided every day in every way. We are calling God's name. We're being truly helpful. We share the benefits with all. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 I love you.